A boy and a girl, albatross around their necks, hands burning from the rope, ships stranded in the tropics. Acidification wiped out the tiger shark. Let's try to save their souls and trust the man with the Torah. Welcome back. You're listening to The Pity Party here on UMFM 101.5. I am Brian, and I am super glad and happy to have you joining me here today, as always. Um, and uh, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that I was going to do a, a retrospective of Weezer's album, Green. Um, or the Green album, whatever. It's self-titled. Um, an album that I had mentioned had kind of slipped me by. It passed me by. Um, it was something that I, I remember enjoying a couple of singles off of when I was a kid. But uh, never really looped back to because I came, I mean, like I, I obviously listened to it and just kind of disregarded it as one of like those things where uh, one of the, the early poppy bounce back type albums that Rivers tried to put out after Pinkerton flopped so critically. Um, and so I promised myself I would go back and listen to it. And I did. I listened to it a couple times, and it's a it's a great album. It's actually better than a lot of the other stuff that they put out. Obviously, still Blue and Pinkerton are the two tippy top of the the Weezer releases because of the ones where Rivers shows actual emotion. He 
puts it all out there in Pinkerton and gets completely burned critically and disappears into writing pop rock. And that's fine because you write what you want to write and a record, every single record that you write will be timeless for somebody. Right. And Pinkerton was a timeless and is a timeless album for me. It's a record that I can throw on all the time and listen to no matter what. And that's why today in the first hour of this show, we're going to be doing a retrospective. Um, we're going to be listening to Pinkerton front to back, and we're going to follow that up with Green front to back. And the reason for that is not just because I was listening to Green more and thinking about it critically, but because Pinkerton just had its 25th anniversary. We are 25 years removed from Rivers Cuomo putting together the most open record he's ever put together, the most vulnerable he's ever been on a record, and in my opinion, the best he's ever been on a record Weezer was at its peak during Pinkerton they were functioning as a fully cohesive unit nobody had left yet and Rivers hadn't disappeared inside himself yet so you get amazing bass riffs the uh the secondary vocals um of Matt are impeccable on this album this was before he left and, and obviously the lyrics are very open and honest and they come across some, you, you hear some really uncomfortable things in some of these, some of these tracks and, and he really opens himself up and uh, yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're going to go through it. We're going to play all of Pinkerton. We're going to come back and talk a little bit about why I like green as well. And it's not quite as good. Um, but, but yeah, have a listen Pinkerton front to back. You're listening to the pity party on UMFM 101.5.
me A public enemy Why you wanna go and do me like that? Come down on the street and dance with me in the cho-cho sand Fall in love all over again
Incredible, right? Like, it, there's just so much to like on that. From the the weirdness of El Scorcho to Pink Triangle, something that I actually have um, gone through myself, an incredibly identifiable track for, for me. Um, Butterfly, uh, Tired of Sex, Across the Sea is creepy. I, I'll give you that, but it's an open and honest track. Um, the guitar work is interesting and different from a lot of other Weezer, Weezer stuff you'll see. And, and overall, I, I find it a really good album. Uh, now we're going to take a listen to Green. By the way, you're listening to The Petty Party on UMFM 101.5. Hi, hello. We're going to take a listen to Green. Of course, the two uh, singles off of this uh, track were Hashpipe and Island in the Sun. Yeah. And they are okay tracks. Hashpipe better than Island in the Sun, I think. But... Photograph, Knockdown, Drag Out, Glorious Day, Smile. All really interesting open tracks that I had kind of forgotten. You know, really deep cuts that I, I had forgotten. He was still open at this point in time. And that's strange to me because I guess I have completely, in, 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 uh, in revisionist history type form, thought that, you know, they he stopped writing this 
kind of stuff. But he came back. So they went on. Weezer went on hiatus after Pinkerton because Wizard, uh, Rivers was so messed up um, from the. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, I, uh, he just felt bad about the critical reception. He opened his heart up and people basically threw it back at him. And they went on hiatus from 97 to 2000. And Green came out in 2001. They returned to production or whatever the heck. And um, yeah, uh, I. so it's weird and interesting to see retrospectively that they came back and Rivers still wrote some of this stuff. And Green obviously was more critically acclaimed than um, was more critically acclaimed than than Pinkerton was. Um, and it, it was obviously poppier. Um, but it, you know, it was fine. It still got panned by Pitchfork and, and, and overall, I like this album. So we're going to take a listen to it. Uh, you're take a listen to the green album from Weezer on the pity party. UMFM 101.5.
If you want it, you can have it. But you gotta learn to reach out there and grab it. Cause everybody wants to love. Shoot it from the stars above. And though my heart will break this more than I can take, I can never get enough. If you need it, you should show it. Cause you might play so monastic that you blow it. Cause
This is Julia from Rap Boys, and you're listening to UMFM. Welcome back. So you are listening to The Pity Party on UMFM 101.5. I'm Brian. And that was a pretty enjoyable album, right? It wasn't anything world-turning, but it was certainly... Weezer hadn't completely fallen off a cliff yet. Um, and that, that interests me. Since then, obviously, they've made some good albums and some really bad ones and some interesting ones. Teal, Van Weezer really come to mind. Um, and Rivers has gotten to the point where he is just making the music that he wants to make, mostly. And while that's not as open and emotional as it used to be, because he's not the young man that he used to be. You know, you mature and you get married and you lose some of that heartbreak and hurt um, that you you had when you were a, a younger human being, especially a younger, um, you know, the perceived slights and heartbreak that come, uh, that, that are incorrectly often put there being a young white cis male of university education is obvious i suffered through it myself i put it you know i i put it there voluntarily and then (laughs) acted as if it was a slight because privilege is an incredibly real thing but it produces music that i i'm interested in um and once that kind of wears away once you become once you become more aware of your own privilege, not necessarily completely aware, but more aware of your own privilege. You lose some of that heartbreak. You become a little bit more mature um, on top of, on top of all these things. You start realizing that it's not the end of the world when something goes wrong, that you can in fact attempt to fix it or let it go over you. You know, you lose the kind of edge. And now that he's making, you know, music that he is interested in making, I'm, I'm happy for him. Um, yeah, so we're going to pivot away from that, and uh, I'm going to play a little bit. Uh, last week, I played a little bit of the the kind of the second wave type stuff, the American footballs of the of the world and whatnot. I'm gonna I'm gonna play some earlier stuff uh, this week, and I'm gonna mix in some punk as well. So in this next block, Moss Icon, Rites of Spring, Gray Matter, Minor Threat, Mission of Burma, Hoover, all sound pretty good, right? What if I told you I was going to lead that off with Fugazi? Pretty great, right? You're listening to the Petty Party, UMFM. 101.5.
and last block for me here on the Petty Party. I'm Brian. And uh, yeah, it's going to be some more of the same sort of stuff, just a little bit more on the punk variety. Descendants, Dead Kennedys, Circle Jerks, Black Flag, Adolescence, leading it off with Jawbreaker. I want to thank you all for joining me here today for my little Weezer retrospective. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly enjoyed putting it together and re-listening to these albums and kind of re- trying to recollate my thoughts on the matter. If you have any interest in, uh, or thoughts about Weezer that you want to discuss, please hit me up on social media. It's Svenish, S-V-E-N-N-Y-I-S-H, on any uh, Twitter Instagram, or you can send me an email through Gmail. If you're interested in any of the songs that got played today and didn't hear uh, specifically at the time what I mentioned they were, please, again, contact me through all those methods. I'm happy to hear. If you're a band and looking to get played on the air and think that you would fit into this emo punk indie subset that normally gets played on the show, please, again, hit me up anywhere. Uh, Thank you all for joining me here today. You're all wonderful people, and I love you all. Stay safe out there.